Ourselves Black is a place where we own the narrative and are unapologetic about our goal, to share imagery, information, and stories infused with knowledge that promotes black mental health. This is the Ourselves Black podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Y. Vincent. On today's edition of the Ourselves Black podcast, part one of a two-part discussion about childhood trauma with guest expert, Dr. Michelle Durham. Dr. Michelle Durham is an adult, child, and adolescent psychiatrist. She received her medical degree from Louisiana State University in New Orleans, Louisiana, and completed her residency training at Boston University School of Medicine, Boston Medical Center. She completed her Child and Adolescent Psychiatry Fellowship at the Yale Child Study Center in New Haven, Connecticut, and received her MPH in Health Policy and Management from the Emory Rollins School of Public Health. Dr. Durham's interests lie in advocacy, mental health care integration into the pediatric primary care setting, trauma in young children, health disparities among minority populations, and training and education. Dr. Durham, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. So we're really pleased to have Dr. Michelle Durham on the show today, and she is going to be talking about childhood trauma. Um, And the show will be in two parts. This is part A, where we'll be talking about trauma as a topic. Um, And in part B, we'll talk more about things that uh, are actions that can be taken to address this issue. So Dr. Durham, tell our audience a bit about how it is that you came to develop your interest in childhood trauma. I think some of my interests began early on as I um, received a public health degree and worked a bit on health disparities work. So really thinking a bit more about how one population gets treated differently than another, um, especially when it's health related. And one of the big things that came through that work was learning more about mental health. And especially in minority communities, I think a lot um, of mental health is affected by traumatic experience, whether that's sexual trauma, physical abuse, emotional abuse, um, especially in some of our lower income communities or communities that I have found myself working in um, for most of my career. And it was really starting to think more about, wow, like this is something that's impacting so many people, um, not only the child that may present, but also the whole family. And then more critically thinking about, well, how does one family member's trauma affect another member's trauma? And for kids, as we all know, um, they're really looking up to the adults in their lives and wanting to really, um, the, the adult is really leading the way and showing them how to model good behavior, bad behavior, any type of behavior really. We all know we were kids once that we really looked up to those adults in our lives and wanted to be like them. Um, not knowing maybe that there were some good aspects and some not so great aspects. Um, and so for all those reasons, I, I felt that trauma you know, can affect and impact such a huge part of your life, especially when it goes untreated. And that really led my way to medical school. It led my way to sort of the different positions I've had in my career on really focusing on those populations that are, that are most affected by trauma um, and that I felt um, really spoke to me in some way of, uh, that I really wanted to, to help people understand that, hey, it can get better, and with the appropriate um, resources and the re- appropriate treatments that people can lead really like healthy, successful lives. And who better to start that work with than with kids? 
um, which is why I found myself um, entering the arena of child psychiatry um, to really help make a, an impact in that particular population. So it sounds as if there was a transition from big, broad stroke, public health lens um, that led to your more individualized work um, on the clinic level. Right. I think um, becoming a doctor, you are impacting one person at a time, um, but I still um, dabble a bit in thinking about the broad stroke of how do we um, get services to more people than just the one patient encounter I may see for one hour um, each, you know, each day or each hour in the day. Um, so yes, the, the bigger picture led to me focusing and wanting to do clinical work um, with that specific population, although some other work um, also entails how do we impact more people to get the services that they need. Well, that's great because you're able to give us both that frontline view um, and the broader one as well. And I think it's important for us to back up for a minute um, and just talk about what we mean when we say trauma because, you know, in the mental health world we use that term a lot, but different populations may have different ways of understanding or, or thinking about it. Yeah, it's a great, a great point. I think that traumatic experiences can look really different and what may affect one person one way may affect someone else very differently. And so I think that all of us um, can think about hurricanes or tornadoes or big events that happen that can be very traumatic of thinking of 9-11 in New York and how that impacted a lot of people. So these disasters that happen um, and may really affect the whole family if they're, if they're experiencing that. But then, you know, there's a spectrum of traumatic events, if you will, that can happen to not only to the kid but to the family as well. Um, and, and so some of the communities, especially communities that, that I've served, they're also, there's a lot of violence that may happen not only in the community but also in the home. So trauma isn't just something that happens to you in the sense that it has to be a physical thing, like someone hits you and that's traumatic. It could also be something that you witness, that you see happen. So, for example, I'm thinking about my clinic and the kids that I see, and many of them have not been hit necessarily, um, but they've seen things that are pretty scary, and pretty scary for, uh, if you can imagine, a five, six, seven-year-old to experience, and older. Um, so seeing their parents fighting, their parents hitting each other, um, that getting really out of control. Um, also just seeing, witnessing a parent use substances. Um, so just seeing them get really high and sitting on the couch and not a kid not knowing what to do about that. That can also be a traumatic experience. So it's not necessarily something that's been done to the kid in the sense of like physical touch, which is also I think what we all think about is that someone hit the kid and hits them repeatedly and violently and that can be very traumatic. But it can also be things that are witnessed by children. And so seeing mom and dad or a guardian or a caregiver or grandparents or aunts and uncles um, get really violent with each other can be really scary for a kid um, because they're really thinking that the family is supposed to be safe and home is supposed to be safe and you're um, supposed to be in a good nurturing environment 
and all of those things can be really scary. And then when they become really scary, then the kid may become really overwhelmed by even things that you would think like, oh, why are they getting scared about this other person down the road that they see one time something happening to them? And it's sort of like that system that we all have that makes us sweat or have our blood pressure go up when you get really worried about something. That's on like high, that's functioning much more than it should be with kids that see a lot of this over time. And I think it's so helpful that you explained it that way uh, because sometimes the conversation, particularly around community violence and how that affects children, you know, doesn't happen in the same way. And mm -hmm. even when you talk to people who've been affected by it, particularly kids who that's all they've known, they might not even know to conceptualize it as traumatic. Right, exactly. I think that um, people tend to think if it didn't happen directly to me, then it must not be traumatic. And, and we know that that's, that's definitely not true, that just even seeing things or sometimes even hearing about things. Maybe parents or aunts or uncles, somebody telling a really scary story can be pretty traumatic. Um, describing how someone died, that can be pretty traumatic. Um, and so if you start thinking about that, then all of us start thinking like, oh, like, you know, there's more trauma out there than we all really think about. And that's why some of the, the statistics around trauma are the numbers and the, the amount, right? That, that thing that we think of like, well, how many people are affected actually can be pretty big um, when we start thinking about all the ways that someone's, you know, you can be on high alert about something and feel very stressed about something because trauma can come in so many different forms. Um, and so, you know, the numbers around that can really, can really vary at times depending on who people ask, if they ask people in a community or they think, um, and whether that's a high-income community or low-income community, who's in the community, what kind of violence may be in the community. Um, those numbers can really be really big um, differences because of the fact um, it just depends on who you're asking, where they live, where they come from, um, and who's involved in, in their lives. That may really change that number. And how you ask it. And how you ask it. To your point, exactly, that sometimes we don't think certain things cause trauma. Um, and so we probably should be framing it in a different way so that people understand what we mean when you say, have you experienced a traumatic event? Because that may be very different for someone else than for me or for you. So we, we should really be explaining that better to people. Yeah, and I'm sure you've experienced this as a clinician as well, that sometimes people, even as they reach adulthood, may not conceptualize things they experienced as traumatic. Um, and as yep. providers, we can see the impacts of it, yep. um, but they may be understanding what happened to them um, as abusive or as traumatic for the first time as adults. Right. Um, and so when you talk about childhood trauma, you know, part of the conversation is what makes it different when it happens to a child versus when it happens to an adult? I think that one of the bigger things to think about is that as a kid, you're really looking to that adult in your life um, to provide a really safe environment for you. And 
you're looking to them for everything, right? Food, shelter, all the basics, but also to create a sense of safety that I'm going to be okay. And so, which is really important, which I, I think we'll get to at some point too, of why the adults and the caregivers in the life of the child are so important when something traumatic has happened to the kid. Um, but when we when a kid experiences trauma, it can just affect so many aspects of their life. The way they think, the way they feel, the way they process things emotionally, um, it can really have a strong impact. And when we start thinking about like all the hormones and things in our bodies and the ways you know, things happen that we, we're not even thinking about on a day-to-day -day basis, those, all those stress responses um, can, be really, can go really high um, when a kid is chronically stressed because of all the violence or things they witness, and it may not ever go away because they're still in that environment um, until someone says something and starts providing some resources and skills to sort of help them along, even if they may not be um, able to, let's say, leave a particular community because that's where they live. So it just really impacts the kid because they may not have the words to express what's going on, which is why sometimes we don't find things out into adulthood because they didn't have anybody to tell or didn't think that it was worth telling mm -hmm. or didn't realize that what all this acting out and the behaviors and the anxiety and the worries and the fears were all because of the trauma. Um, and so they don't really realize, oh, I should have told somebody I saw this bad thing happen. Um, because they're thinking that it doesn't matter, and maybe no one's asking the right questions. Um, as we pointed out early, maybe we're asking it the wrong way, um, and so it never comes up. But then we know academically this can affect the kid, um, how, how they function, how they go to school. They may not want to go to school anymore. They may always be thinking about this trauma so their grades go down. Um, they may just start acting out in ways. Um, and when I say act out, like we, we see a lot of behaviors that happen. So the kid that keeps getting kicked out of class, the kid that maybe starts fights, the kid that gets in fights with others, they start getting suspended. So it's just, it's, it can really impact all like, aspects of their life, their home, their community, the school. And we know kids spend a lot of time at school most of their day. Um, and so we really see that decline in, in all of those things that make a kid a kid. That you're supposed to be hanging out with your friends, you're supposed to be learning, you're supposed to be making new relationships, um, and all of those things aren't happening the way they, they should um, in a kid that hasn't experienced such scary things in their life. And those effects by themselves um, in terms of what they do when someone is a child can be profound. Uh, but we know it doesn't just stop there. Right. Right. And so we know that untreated um, trauma and all that comes with it, so it can lead to someone feeling really sad all the time, um, otherwise known as like depression or somebody having a severe anxiety disorder, um, not wanting to do certain things or go certain places, maybe because it reminds them of the traumatic event. Um, so then we start seeing that it really can impact, has lifelong impacts. Um, educationally, it impacts whether you finish school or not, the, relation, the types of relationships you end up pursuing, um, whether you start, you know, 
have low self-esteem and start ending up in relationships that really aren't good for you. Um, and then there's a lot of medical consequences, um, high blood pressure, diabetes, um, not taking care of yourself, obesity, um, you know, lots of issues with food and, and not wanting to go to the gym and do all those other things that are necessary to lead a healthy lifestyle um, because of the impact of the trauma that may have occurred in, in childhood. So there are real lifelong consequences um, to not treating it. And then, I mean, and furthermore, I mean, I didn't touch on this, but thinking, you know, all of the behaviors and all the negative things that you, that a kid may start doing can essentially lead to substance use as well, can lead to going in and out of jail um, because they just really haven't been treated. No one knew, and it hasn't been treated the right way with the right interventions. Yeah, and that tie to, to substance use, I think, is often overlooked, uh, but really one of my formative experiences in medical school was being on units that treated addiction disorders and the incredibly high proportion, uh, particularly of the women on those units that had experienced trauma. Um, it was the vast majority um, who had, that there was a clear yeah. relationship uh, between the two and what started off as an interest in addiction that became an interest in the psych really ultimately ended up being an interest in trauma for those those very reasons that you mentioned. Yeah, exactly. So if people are interested in learning more about trauma, what are some good resources for them to get more information about it? I think some a couple of great websites. Um, one is the the National Child Traumatic Stress Network. Um, it's a fantastic website, nctsn.org, um, which provides a lot of information. Not, you know, it's not just for professionals, but it can be for parents, caregivers, teachers. They have a lot of great resources, um, no matter where you're coming from, to understand the impact of trauma, to also talk a little bit more about what you can do um, other resources that you can, handouts, things that you could utilize where, and wherever you are. Um, so it's a fantastic website, and it's really geared towards children and adolescents. Um, and then the National Center um, for PTSD. So it's actually a, a VA site, um, the Veterans Affairs site, but they really go over not only adults, trauma, but they also um, talk about childhood trauma. So they, and it's a really great website, again, for the public, um, so for anyone who wants to use it and for people who are um, working um, with people who have trauma, so for professionals as well. So either way, um, I think there are really two fantastic websites um, that can give you a lot about overview of PTSD in particular, so that we didn't really talk about that much, but we talked about how trauma um, has a lot of different symptoms, and when all of those symptoms add up um, and over a certain period of time, then we usually call that post-traumatic stress disorder. And so it, it goes over that. Both websites really go over thinking about how does trauma lead to PTSD um, or lead to other disorders and what you can do about it. Thank you for those resources. And if people want to collaborate with you or reach out to you, Dr. Durham, what's the best way for them to do that? 
I think my email would be best, which is Michelle with two L's, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E dot Durham, D as in David, U-R-H-A-M as in Mary, at bmc.org. And BMC is Boston Medical Center where I work um, and do my clinical work um, and some academic work. And so that would be the best way to reach me. Thank you so much, Dr. Durham. And in our next show, uh, we'll have Dr. Durham back to talk about some of the steps that you can take um, if you're concerned about trauma affecting someone in your life or affecting people in your community, uh, things that can be done to prevent um, trauma from happening, and ways to help the folks around you. Thanks so much for having me.